0: October seventh, twenty thirteen, it's Watt from Pedro Show. It's impossible
1: like uh fill
0: I said, ba da ba 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 for Pedro show. Um, not at the Love Grotto, not with Brother Matt, but here at Prackpad. In fact, I think the first time I've ever done a radio show here at Prackpad. And uh, my guest, after giving him a four-hour tour of my Pedro <laughs> town, Alex Shane, how are you, man? I'm good. Thanks Uncle Michael, thanks back. for having me. Man. Absolutely. Uh, we started with John Coltrane doing an alternate version, take number six with the fall starter, John Coltrane, Giant Steps. There's Sawako doing not, not ready, Why Yet? And Berlin by Dirty Beaches. Uh, what can you tell me about Berlin?
2: Well, not that much since we only moved there, I just moved there in December this past winter.
0: I mean, the tune.
2: Oh, the tune. <laughs> um, pretty much it's like my version of. David Bowie's new career in a new town, except it's not that uplifting. Okay. <laughs> but basically, I moved there, and then that was the first day of snow. Yeah. It was about 5 in the morning. And it's, a, it's got a lot of baggage where I'm thinking about the place I left, the home I left, and looking at this foreign landscape. Yeah. But also, there's kind of optimism behind it because I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Which is, like, foreign and unknown is not bad for me. Okay. It's got a lot of optimism behind that. So it's kind of just looking over this foggy snow, first day of snow. Yeah. No one's awake yet, five in the morning, just me looking out the window and standing outside.
0: I got that feeling. What can you tell me about way back, your first music consciousness?
2: Whoa. Probably my dad driving his Cadillac in Taiwan, which is not... Practical at all because they're fucking small and narrow streets. And, him and, and that my big uncle, boat was tough. Yeah, him and my uncle were just obsessed with Cadillacs since they were kids. So once they got some money, they bought one. And uh, the first musical memory is probably him singing like Unchained Melody or something.
0: In the Cadillac. In the while Cadillac, he's driving. While he's driving.
2: Down these little streets. Down these little streets. And I was always in the back. So. I could always see the back of his head, and just like my old man. And he doesn't speak English, so he learned the song phonetically.
0: Oh, wow, just the sounds?
2: Just the sounds, yeah. So it's, it's a trip, yeah.
0: Whoa. How old? Like little, five?
2: Yeah, probably last maybe like four or five. Four yeah. or five. Yeah.
0: That's your first music. Uh, from there, what happened? Like From
2: there? Getting records? Or... Mm, no, mine was like a very different trip. Yeah. It was like... I just listened to, like, Wu-Tang and hip-hop. The first American... Stuff over the radio? Yeah, stuff over the radio and whatever my friends were listening to in school. And then the first CD I bought was, like, a Janet Jackson CD when I was, like, I don't know, like, 10 or something or 11 with my allowance. Yeah. Why'd you pick that one? uh, There there was this music video called Rhythm Nation. Oh, yeah. It's all, like, black and white, like, military... And that was the first time I was like, wow. Like, I had just came from Taiwan, so I was thinking, like, wow, this is America. Like, this is next level shit. <laughs> oh, really? That was cool for me.
0: Because, oh, You mean there was no, like, Taiwan music scene that you were turned on to?
2: I mean, not until I was older that I started digging. Okay. You know, like, older, like, folk.
0: But was there anybody at school playing there or something?
2: No, there was, like, no, no bands. No gigs, no bands. Gigs. Okay. Yeah, it was, if there was anything, it was only pop music. Pop music, like okay. Taiwanese pop music or something.
0: So when you come to the U.S. with this Hawaii.
2: Yeah, that was like 1994. Later okay. on, yeah, when I was like 14. But before that, I was in Toronto in Canada.
0: What about there? There's I know there's a music scene
2: there. Uh, I didn't get any. I didn't get into music until like 1999. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't play an instrument until 1999.
0: And you didn't buy records not till that Janet Jackson.
2: Yeah, and Janet Jackson. So I went from Janet Jackson to like. Wu Tang, uh, Biggie Smalls, which is like notorious B.I.G. Yeah, yeah. Just that kind of stuff, and uh, surfer friends. He got uh,
0: shot to death in this town. In Pedro? No. (laughs) Los Angeles.
2: Oh, in LA. Up by the
0: uh, Auto Museum.
2: Yeah, there was like the whole East Coast, West Coast beef thing. Terrible. I remember that.
0: Uh, He's a good rapper. Yeah. He really was. How'd you find out about them? You just... Because that with, was like on
2: the radio and right. everyone in high school was listening. To it was listening. Like, yeah, I was just playing basketball and like chasing girls on the beach in Honolulu. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's all we did.
0: <laughs> but was there, there was no music scene there either, huh?
2: There was. There was like some kids into rockabilly stuff. Oh, really? Um, some weird punk stuff. and Yeah, but I think that was about it. Was I about
0: remember it. playing a club there called The Wave. Yep. and it was corrugated I know exactly
2: net, where that is terrible
0: sound <laughs> <laughs> also yeah. played that round place that Don Ho did gigs in
2: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah because I played there three times and I can't remember the third place but I remember the wave yeah it the was,
2: wave yeah it's right in the beginning of Waikiki like before the entrance okay on Kalakawa I
0: think yeah and boy you know well you play anywhere you can and, yeah but uh I played there with Porno for Pyros that was my first time getting to play in Hawaii that's awesome it was because it was. Um, well, I needed to still do Alaska, and I did a few years later. But those two were the hard gigs to work in. Trying to say you played all yeah. fifty states, because <laughs> they ain't got a freeway there yet. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, You're doing the hoops, chasing the ladies, then you get some, uh, yeah, some R and B, some rap. Mm-hmm. What makes you wanna make music?
2: I think it wasn't until later on, like, then I played in a metal band, that was my first band.
0: Oh, so you start playing, how'd yeah, you get so into, I was, yeah, I, but I was how'd so you? 19, um, it was
2: just by chance, like a friend That you used his guitar? Yeah, and then they were just like, yeah, if you want to play, I was like, cool, and then they kicked me out because I couldn't sing that well, um, so I just started writing my own songs. And the early what stuff, was the name of the band? It call called Reverse. <laughs> reverse. <laughs> reverse. Okay. <laughs> it's like a bunch of Indonesian cats. Um, they're really into like Brazilian heavy metal, like tour. Oh, the Cookie Monster. Yeah. They're <laughs> 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 I mean,
0: like, you doing Cookie Monster, your version of Cookie Monster. Oh,
2: they, yeah, they thought I sang like a bitch, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, that tour we did where we played Antwerp, we played with a band from Portugal in Czech. Oh, really? And it was total Cookie Monster. (laughs) 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 Hilarious. Uh, Hello, Prague. (laughs) They they weren't Brazilians. They were actually Portuguese.
2: Right, from
0: Portugal. Yeah, right. But they were doing that thing, that (laughs) Sepultura. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. What a trip. So that's the first music that you played. You went from some hip-hop CDs playing metal. Yeah. And then fuck this! I'm gonna make my own music.
2: Yeah.
0: Wow, that's some leaps.
2: And then all that the wasn't bands. a gradual yeah. thing. It wasn't gradual at all. It was just like one thing led to another, and I didn't question anything. Yeah. And my roommate at the time was like a jazz drummer, and he's into a lot of cool shit. So we did this like weird improv noise band kind of, and I didn't even know what it was. We were just making sounds because I didn't actually know how to play. Yeah. So we had a turntable. And I had like samplers, and I was playing guitar, but like not really playing guitar, just making weird sounds because I was obsessed with like, well this if you add this effect with reverb, sounds kind of like a trumpet or something. so I was trying to make the guitar sound like a trumpet okay, but not really sounds
0: sounding. for sounds
2: yeah just but not really knowing
0: what I was yeah, talking. right, letting the freak flag fly
2: yeah. <laughs> so let's play
0: some music Yeah.
3: <laughs> this town is dead feel like I'm in a cheap cartoon Nobody bothered Drawing any other characters And I begin To walk an empty city Under a badly painted moon Till I fade out This town is dead Feel like my head's a big balloon I float above all these atlas pages I'll get to the end soon. My heart claims that there'll be monsters in this room. Big head. Box is hanging, just like an empty carcass, my grave will be the sea, my head claims that there'll be nothing to this sound, Big Heart feel Time. Nobody bothered drawing any other characters, and I begin to walk an empty city under a badly painted moon, till I fade out.
4: Looking for all to be rendered Looking for all to come about for my soul Looking for all somewhere within One day it all began I was needing oh so bad All my goodness to show And one day, one day At my lowest, at my lowest I know that day, I needed all, I needed all to show, looking for all, looking for all, looking for all to show, I call upon myself, Call upon myself to do my best. Call upon myself. I was looking for all, all, all to be rendered to be the truth from deep inside of my internal. Self. And I told everybody, I say, art is to me, the A is for all, the R is for under, and the T is for truth. and the I is for internal and the S is for sale. Looking for all, looking for all, all to be rendered for the truth of humankind from an internal place in me from an internal place that I call myself.
5: asked for there to be no more us, my world has dimmed considerably. Do I now look out from under a rock, or from within a body of diminishing senses? So thoroughly have I enjoyed the oneness of us. Unquestioningly, I have depended on there being a you and I for the rest of our lives. That gave me infinite comfort and strength. I felt as if we were one." Your once unconditional love shielded me with insane invincibility. I felt pure and immeasurably safe, beyond the rabble of seeking lovers, smarmy cheaters and the hopelessly lost. Never did I imagine how tall I stood. I felt above it all. Then you taught me I merely balanced on a flimsy carpet of smoke, threaded with a fool's hope. With but a few cold words, you yanked out from beneath me all of my convictions about love. About togetherness and commitment, blithely toppled was my soaring conjugal smugness, and my face shoved in the mud. Now, uncertainty and displacement loom before me as twin giants of despair. They come from every direction to tear from me an aching heart, with which I hold before my watering eyes in unshaky, unsure hands. An orange terror alert has colored like a stain my love life. I warn myself, don't let go. Must I secure my wounded sensibilities with duct tape and plastic sheeting? Am I even able to do so? For the first time in his life, this tall man feels as if he looks up. At a world that previously lay all around and below his confident gaze. Casting me aside from your need and affection. Thrusts the mundane and everyday above my reach and control. Where once I gazed upon it all with easy pleasure. I now peek out with but little hope. Everywhere I turn seems dirty. About to touch me. And to make matters worse. Wretched and crawling am I, even to hope for love again.
1: we
0: Watford Pedro Show. Uh, we Heard This Town by The Glimmerman. Uh, At Pisani Number 3 by Milovaya. Milo- Sorry. Micha Markovic Jazz Band. All Rendered Truth by Lonnie Holly Hunger by Light. Mexico by The Nice Sharp Pencils. Funori Jig by Esonio de Mainayo. I have to tell you, I know the bass player in that band. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer <laughs> uh, La Tigresa by Chicano Batman got to play with him uh, and Pedro last week. Uh, uh, That's a great Fuck name. last week, only a couple. Of, yeah, it's a great oh, show. <laughs> and they're <laughs> a bad <laughs> they're band, badass. man. And they got all their own s- sound, you know, uh, trippy ass. Yes. <laughs> a lot of turnarounds, a lot of jams. Uh, I really dug it. And uh, a poem from Chris Kroger. Uh, this r- writhing... W-R-I-T-H-I-N-G?
2: Reething.
0: breathing. R- okay. This r- wreathing r- Yeah, writhing, that's what I thought. It means to, like, kind of be tortured, yeah. right? <laughs> Love by Chris Groger. And finally, uh, Pitter-Patter from Maeve Mills. is a bass man in uh, Chumbawamba. Mm. I got to play with him here in Pedro in the... Maybe 94, mm-hmm. the time you're talking about. And uh, the craft singer lady opened up the gig at Eve Libertine, yeah with her son on guitar that's crazy Nemo I remember his name was Nemo <laughs> yeah and the nice sharp pencils days. out of England too um, let's see I know where some of these people are from Glimmerman are Ireland anyway so uh, what was this duet called
2: um, the thing I did with my my roommate yeah the uh, jazz drummy. the
0: Phenambulist I think Phenambulist yeah wow that's a great so name. That
2: was really funny. Did you,
0: did you think of that name? No, he's not okay. of that, yeah. <laughs> he was the idea man in that He man. thought about it Did you guys things. ever
2: record? Yeah, we have some recordings on mini-discs and stuff. Like mini-discs? Yeah, that was like the rage at the time. I, I remember. remember. There's like these little clip-on microphones, and we just put it in the middle of the, the jam space, and then we're like, damn, that sounds good. <laughs> and we just kept recording on them.
0: Wow, yeah, and there are these little... Pla- uh, yeah, the plastic ones. Holders, and yeah. you
2: could see the silver discs. Yeah, because the- they don't scratch. That's right. Yeah, they're like CDs that and, scratch. And
0: uh, no... Um, yeah, kind of like CDs, because they didn't have the, the, the hiss that cassettes had. No.
2: It's all digital and scratch-proof. It doesn't scratch. So right. It's like a more permanent. But
0: uh, easier to deal with than that. Yeah. But it was kind of like that.
2: Yeah, way easier than that.
0: God, you never see those around anymore.
2: Yeah, it's kind of sad. They never caught on. They just went obsolete. But okay. at that time, like in 98, 99, uh-huh. 2000, like me and my roommate were just like crazy about that stuff.
0: And they were like releases?
2: No, no. Oh, These they were, were just, just like for like, your... Um, yeah, we just recorded. Did
0: you guys ever make a, a public release thing?
2: Never. Okay. I don't think I would want to now. <laughs> I haven't heard it in years, but... Uh, but you anyway. got them.
0: So one day yeah, you got to go back. Yeah, I, I
2: mailed it back to my parents' storage place. So it's in it's in China now. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Well one day you box. might go back though. No. It's in a shoebox, maybe one day.
0: Did the Fimbalists do uh
2: gigs? Yeah, we play shows in Waikiki and Hawaii and stuff at this place called King's Crab. Okay. Which is like a seafood restaurant. But then the owner was so down to let this um we had this Filipino promoter called Nemo. Yeah like Oh huge, another Nemo. Huge <laughs> Kind of like Fu
0: Manchu, Fu Manchu
2: thing going on, and sweet guy. He He liked wild music. Yeah, he brought like well, that's where my metal band played, and then all his band played. His band was this band called uh, Butterfly Knife, I think. (laughs) Like, yeah, it was very cool. They're all into like the Filipino gang stuff. Okay, (laughs) okay.
0: (laughs) I think we got some. I think these cats here uh, are Filipino. Bumbo, Pluto, Ova. Oh, I've never heard of him.
2: Sounds yeah. cool. <laughs> well, I think that means egg. <laughs> <laughs> Ova? Yeah, right, Ova.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wave, Odo, right? Philippines. But, um, okay, so Nemo here, he's got, there was a kind of scene.
2: Yeah, there was like, he kind of just was facilitating this stuff.
0: Was there a record store everybody hung out at?
2: Uh, yeah, there was like this place... Um, that had second hand CDs and stuff I never really hung out at record stores I just went in there to like uh, at that point I was like trading in like all my hip hop CDs for like Sonic Youth and weird stuff because I was like exploring right 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 and then that was when I got into jazz as well got into John John Coltrane Miles Davis Pharoah Sanders
0: this guy uh, what was his name this drum man
2: Uh, Kyle Plyler yeah, Kyle,
0: yeah. he he could could help turn you on to some of this stuff. Yeah,
2: yeah. and a lot of indie music too. So, so I, before this, I was not aware of what in, independent music was at all. No idea. Had yeah, had you no idea. went
0: from this R and B pop. Yeah, to like a metal band to, metal. to
2: like just playing weird noises and sounds to like wow. Yeah,
0: that's like like huge paradigm shifts. <laughs> yeah, I,
2: well, I think that's because I have no concept of what underground culture is. Yeah. I was just and you didn't use it. it
0: socially either. No, I didn't use yeah. it socially either. And so you know, a lot of scenes are kind of social. I noticed that later <laughs> on. Yeah, that.
2: when I was like twenty-three, twenty-four.
0: There's some which, kids that don't play at all, or yeah. they're not even gig guards; they're just total social.
2: They just dress the part.
0: And the, those there. are the ones that kind of burn out quick. Yeah,
2: because they're just there to talk shit. <laughs> they don't do. We call them scenesters. They don't, they don't do scenesters. They don't do anything. They're just there to critique. Yeah. Them themselves don't ever produce anything.
0: Yeah, they make a good uh, lynch mob.
2: Yeah, they do. <laughs> That's it. They're the Peter ones. gallery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the DJ. Yeah.
0: So Nemo's got this scene going. You're playing there with the Fimulus. What happens from there?
2: Um, Then the Fimulus broke up. Uh, I joined some indie rock bands. I was just playing guitar uh, just in the background. Just, change yeah just like chords and like actually so, learn so you're
0: play. yeah you're learning chords you're learning, you're learning to play with other people because yeah. he was just setting up rhythms you didn't really have to deal with chords yeah
2: and, and I was just yeah. playing whatever on top of this right his rhythm awesome rhythm yeah. right right
0: now though you're in with the bands with guys that are also playing yeah notes. they're like looking
2: at me like okay here's the change here's the here's the chorus is coming up and I'm like oh what's a chorus it's yeah. like, you know the part that you repeat three times in, the, in a song
0: but you said you were doing some songwriting. yeah this was more like an experimental.
2: Yeah, it was like similar to what I'm doing now. Now, and really it wasn't funny.
0: like these other guys' band that you join. Yeah, that, that was more traditional. Yeah, formula.
2: Yeah. And then the stuff I was working on myself, um, it's really similar to the stuff I'm doing. Now. Doing now. Yeah. Oh. It's really it's like you
0: had to put in your time with the Square Johns. <laughs> yeah, it's just
2: kind of like I don't, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just kind of like cool. I guess I like playing bands, so yeah, it's, it's kind of like a learning process, you know.
0: Did any? Did you get to record with any of those bands?
2: Um, some of them, but I don't have the recordings anymore because I didn't. I think over the past few years, I don't think they sound pleasant to me at all. <laughs> so I just didn't bother, like you know, making an archive. Or yeah, like, sure, sure. Keeping track of it. I just they were, they were burnt on CDRs, and when i I move around so much, so yeah. when they're lost, they're lost and I didn't bother to, like, hey, do you still have that recording? Like, I was like, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> it's not
0: like a tattoo. No.
2: <laughs> I don't know, maybe ten years later, I'll look back and be like, this is actually not bad. You,
0: know? you able to hear it? Yeah. What were some of the names of these bands?
2: Uh, one of them was called Walks Among Us, which is a play on that Misfits. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Uh, did you do Misfit tunes? No, it, okay. was, it was this girl, she was like... It was actually like a romantic title, like Walks among, among Us or something, like a play on that title. I don't know. It was supposed to be romantic, not like a militant kind of <laughs> thing. <Yeah. laughs> um, uh, there's, then there was another band called Julius, and then...
0: As in Caesar?
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or like Orange
0: Julius. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember those. It was a yeah. weird kind of foamy thing. Yeah, it was like this weird. Apple it wasn't uh, soda. It wasn't orange juice. It was
2: kind of milky, kind of chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It
0: was weird. And th- sometimes they'd be uh, combined with car washes <laughs> here in SoCal. I don't know. Really? But there, yeah, they would. You'd find the orange Julius connected with a, a car, car wash. wash. <laughs> I know. Weird kind of combo. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, okay, so. Uh, from there,
2: then I had my first band where I wrote all the songs. What's your band? Um, You're
0: not part of somebody else's
2: band. Yeah, and I was the singer and the guitarist. And it was called The Manor, and we actually Manor like the house. No, like uh, mannerisms. Okay. Like manner. And then we tried to move to San Francisco, like leave Hawaii. We're like, oh, let's let's fucking go tour. Let's do this. You know, I don't want to be stuck on. The, fucking island for the rest of our lives so we moved there we moved to tenderloin i got a job you know like washing dishes and like yeah we found an apartment all was good and then my visa was like running out because this whole time i was going to school in hawaii but then i dropped out i dropped out of college
0: and this kind of restriction
2: Yeah, so I didn't... In school, you got to get out. You got to get out, you know. So I was really naive, and my friends were all just like, "Oh, you're a Canadian, just go across the border, and you can come back as a tourist or something. So I tried that, went to Seattle, got a ride with a friend, went to Vancouver, stayed one night. When I was trying to cross back, uh, they were like, where do you live? And I'm like, "Uh, Canada. And they're like, what's your address in Canada? <laughs> and I gave them the one from my childhood, you know, and then they called that house. Obviously, I don't live there anymore. So they're like, you lied to the United States immigration. <laughs> was, you know, blah, 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 blah. This is a felony. This is a criminal offense. <laughs> blah. I took my fingerprints. I was just like, oh, my God, what is going on? And then they were just like, you cannot come back into the United States unless you prove to us that you have a Canadian residency. So I was stuck at the border. My friends were like, I have to go back to work. Like, this is late. You know, like, I can't stay in Vancouver. <laughs> Hold on. We're, we're at the end of the first hour We're going to continue <laughs> this.
0: This is a very exciting stuff. <laughs> so, Watford from Pedro Show, um, October 7, 2013, edition. Uh, end of hour one. Hold tight for this incredible story. <laughs> <laughs> hour two. October 7, 2013. It's the second hour of Pedro Show. <laughs>
6: He's the pharmacist from Walgreens And he takes care of me And when he fills my prescription I feel peace and harmony He asks, how is Dr. Hoffman? Oh, well, she's just doing fine, sir Tell her there's a new generic Okay, I'll be sure to remind her He's the pharmacist from Walgreens and he knows what i be Cause when he turns on that computer screen He sees what he needs to see Well, he's the pharmacist from Walgreens Whoa, 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 whoa He's the pharmacist from Walgreens Oh yeah, that's all you need to know Well, Klonopin and Prozac He knows all about that The pharmacist from Walgreens Drill, etc. Diuretics, animus, the pharmacist from Walgreens. And in this little white coat he looks so sad and bored. Cause he's the pharmacist from the Walgreens discount store. The Wal- he's the pharmacist from walgreens i think i'll see him today and he'll fill my prescription for a ten dollar copay the medicine with the warning on it don't take it on an empty stomach he's the pharmacist from walgreens and he's my friend today well, Lexapro tonight, man, he knows that's the right plan. The pharmacist from Walgreens. Celebrates a Sudafed, fed ambient to go to bed. The pharmacist from Walgreens. Still in his little white coat, he looks so sad and bored. Must be cause he's the pharmacist from the Walgreens discount store. Oh, He's the pharmacist from Walgreens And he's a funny guy His jokes about his wife's arthritis Makes you want to slap your thigh Cortisone for Mrs. Larrup's Hemorrhoids, well they begun to flare up He's the pharmacist from Walgreens And he's our friend today Cares about your constipation, stomach gas and regulation. He's the pharmacist from Walgreens. He takes care of you and me.
7: back.
0: So we uh, started the second hour off with um, Dirty Beaches. Alex here with uh, Like the Ocean We Part. Mm-hmm. This is from the
2: Double yeah, the Album. Double album yeah.
0: yeah. And We were just at the ocean.
2: Yeah. It's very powerful stuff. The ocean.
0: In fact, it was your return after all mm-hmm. this time.
2: It's been a long time since uh, leaving Hawaii and the Pacific. Yeah, it's been a long trip. I'd Never really realized, but it's been over like almost ten years Damn. since I left. Hawaii.
0: Since you parted, yeah. And this tune, it's kind of a, like a another like but like Berlin song, kind of a
2: mm-hmm. end of an
0: episode, beginning of another episode.
2: It's definitely a, a, the end, I'd say. Like beginning of a.
0: Because, how does the ocean part?
2: Well, they don't. It's just. They flow, constant. right? Oh, okay. It's like receding tides. It's like you want to separate, but you, but you. really don't. You don't separate. Yeah. You're, you're together. The, the
0: sea goes out, the sea comes, comes in. Yeah, yeah, great. So yeah, excellent metaphor.
2: Connected for life, you know? Yeah, it's, sure. It's, as much as you want to part for whatever reasons.
0: And it's got a rhythm, it's got a resonance, it's mm-hmm. got, yeah. And Dot Wiggin Band with the Fellow with a Happy Heart. A pharmacist from Walgreens, from Greg Turner. You know Greg Turner? He played uh, guitar in Angry Samoans. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And he teaches calculus in... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. ...University of New Mexico. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. He also re- wrote for Cree Magazine. And he was in a band with Richard Meltzer called Vom. <laughs> where they uh, had living cockroaches at a whiskey gig. And I think the <laughs> boss there got very angry <laughs> for throwing them from the stage. Um, Spielgusher just so you don't like fish uh, Richard Meltzer named that but it's an instrumental so thank you Richard um, My Worm Will Not Die by Roman Gabriel Todd's The Beast Rising Up Out of the Sea is that a name? he's from Mobile
2: that's a grand and name he's got a
0: buddy named Joe that cooked me some fucking amberjack that was so bitching. you ever have that? it's a fish. no amberjack. i never had Next time you're in Mobile, you were just torn in the South, right?
2: Yeah, we didn't go through that many places. We went to like okay. Nashville, uh, drove through uh, Birmingham, and then Austin, Texas. Yeah. Phoenix. Well, yeah, that's like the Southwest. Yeah. Okay. That was it.
0: That's some hell rides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's some hell rides. Um, Have uh, to
2: build character. To that's co- right.
0: Character, character to build build the character. Yeah. Ebo, my <laughs> mind from Devin, Gary, and Ross, and finally. God damn! How do you pronounce this? I J S M A N.
2: I J S A J M M A N. Uh, I don't know.
0: Ijman.
2: Is he Iman? Maybe the J's. Silent. Yeah, Ijman. Okay, that's uh, that's my guess. By know.
0: skill seven, stamina twelve. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad name. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, so. Let's take up from where the story left off. You're at the border. Your oh, buddy's yeah, got to yeah. get to work. Uh, you've been enlightened by the security personnel. You have lied to the United States yeah.
2: <laughs> So, yeah, I was banned until I proved to them that I actually live in Canada. So um, my buddy, Nichelle, she had to go back to work, so she left. And I was stuck there, found a motel. Uh, my cell phone was dying because I was really naive because I left my clothes and my charger in seattle thinking i'm just going to be in vancouver for one day i'll be right back i don't have to bring my stuff you know so i was left with the clothes i was wearing and a cell phone that's it and my passport um i wrote down all the important numbers called people tried to get help so i stayed with people um that were friends of a friend of a friend of a friend kind of thing the best way so yeah like, I, really. n- no one really knows me they're just kind of like you like did you get busted because you were like smuggling weed or something yeah. i'm like no man i'm just, just trying to get back in and play music they're like okay man just i don't know you i'm just <laughs> asking you know like so yeah that was really uncomfortable you know like, yeah, awkward really awkward i was doing chores for other people just so they would let me stay you know? yeah like, clean their house and like wash dishes you know just being, try to be a respectable guest. Sure, sure. But then after a few days they were just like, "Hey buddy, you, you got to go, man. Like my old lady is not happy with you here and like we don't know you, we don't really know you." And so that happened. Um anyway, to make the this really painful story short. Um, <laughs> I should be laughing it's terrible. I, I can laugh now, but at the time it was like I was like almost just crying and shit. Shit, <laughs> sure, I can. I mean, that
0: would be yeah, I called. Home, my yeah,
2: I called home for help for the first time. Um, uh, my parents were just like, "What the hell did you do? Like, how did you get banned from the U.S.?" And, like, <laughs> and then I hadn't called home for help since I was like 16, you know. So I, so I've been on Surprise! my own. Surprise! Yeah, I was just like, I'm 24 and I'm like a fuck up. I have no money. I'm stuck in Vancouver, homeless. Uh, so yeah, they got me a plane ticket. Uh, I had to go to the Chinese embassy, get a Chinese visa to go to China. I've never been there before because I'm from Taiwan. Yeah. It's like the small island. So I went to China to, to stay with my parents. They had just moved in there at the, at the time. Um, basically, I was just left with like, well, I guess no more music for me. Like, <laughs> get a, I need to get a job. My dad was like, what are you going to do now? I'm like, I don't know. I guess I'll look for a job. So I found a job in a real estate company. Because I'm bilingual. And I can yeah, right. And, yeah, just, you know, selling houses. To That's these
0: probably people. a huge asset over there, especially at that time.
2: Yeah, that was like the wave that was coming up. Right. Like, a lot of um, new entrepreneurs. So some policies. good luck. Yeah. I made, a, I made the most money I ever made my whole life. And I didn't have to pay rent because I was staying with my folks. Right. But I was becoming like very suicidal. Like I didn't have anything to do. Right, right. I didn't know what to buy the money I made because I wasn't paying rent so sure. I mean I could buy a new suit but like to go where you know <laughs> like to go to a bar <laughs> you know just like I could go eat at a fancy restaurant uh, by myself or like treat my parents to a nice place or something and then that's about it you know like that went on for a year
0: what, what, was this like a what a big town
2: yeah it was in Shanghai oh yeah, yeah Number so two. it was like big town Big. there's town. a
0: music scene there though right now there is oh but then there wasn't
2: when I no when I was there it was just like like long-haired metal dudes Chinese metal dudes and um, weird uh, kind of like The Cure sounding rip-off bands you okay. know like with makeup and everything yeah, sure. you know? I'm, I'm just like yeah it's cool man but like this sounds just exactly like a rip-off <laughs> you know <laughs> I like those really shitty like glam LA bands you know? yeah 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 hair band yeah what
0: do they call in Japan Visual K
2: yeah Visual K yeah a lot of makeup. Like <laughs> a lot of makeup, like Marilyn Manson stuff. Yeah, that's right. But, but with, the
0: music is the most uninteresting. Yeah, if they had 5% of those yeah. makeup jobs, it would be, in you In the know, music, yeah. They would but they're great. using this warmed-over hair. Yeah, yeah, that tripped me out.
2: It was so weird. Um, so, yeah, I obviously couldn't fit in. But, yeah. Um, didn't really find friends there. So I just was hanging out with coworkers, drinking beers. Did you have a guitar? We, I had one guitar, but I was very uninspired because I was living in the living room. I was yeah, <laughs> sleeping on the couch in my, sure. my parents' place. Um, when I, They had this kitchen that had a small wooden door yeah. um, that was kind of somewhat the most soundproof area in the, in the entire apartment. Yeah. So at night, when my parents are going to sleep, um, I would just go into the kitchen and close the door and sit on these like a tiny, you know those like green stools that it's like the height of the bucket? Yeah. Just like those tiny little stools, I'm like, <laughs> Wearing these slippers and yeah. in my shorts and just, like, trying to write a song. Wow. Then,
0: so you got some kind of tape recorder? Yeah, I had, like, a tape track.
2: recorder. Okay. Um, I mean, nothing really came out of that year. Okay. Yeah. It was so un- it was about very a year. on un- a really bad, uninspiring year. Um, then my buddy from Hawaii, uh, Mark Olson, who's this uh, American, half-American, half-Alaska-native dude that I met in Hawaii. Uh, Born and raised in Japan, because his family was like a missionary uh, priest that moved to Japan in the 60s, I believe, and he was born there. But anyway, we met in Hawaii. He was a really good friend of mine. He went back to Japan after college. So he called me up out of the blue, and he was just like, man, I heard what happened, you know, like, what are you doing now? I'm just like, oh, just working in real estate, want to (laughs) die. He was like, well,
0: I'm... Golden pattern. Yeah,
2: he's working at this traffic company place where they're like measuring i don't know for construction i can't remember what he said exactly he's in a car all day and he's just so bored out of his skull and he was just like let's get out of here man he's like let's go somewhere let's meet like what about canada you have a canadian passport so i was like yeah but i don't know anyone there i don't have any relatives i don't know any friends like he's like who cares man you have a you have a passport like just use it like, you can live there and play music no one would care and I was like, yeah, but I'm 25. I don't want to get a shitty job washing dishes again. He's like, who gives a shit, man? He's like, are you happy now? I'm like, no. He's like, let's just go. And I was like, okay, let's look at the map. So Vancouver, I was stuck, homeless, no. There's you only three There's back. only three cities you can pick, really. Yeah. In Toronto, I was there when I was a kid. In yeah, the 80s, so I, was I already like, did that. I already did that. And then I was like, what's left? Montreal. I heard they speak French there. Cool. <laughs> Exotic. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we got plane tickets and then... I said goodbye to my parents. And and he went
0: for it too. Did he?
2: Yeah, he but met he met up with me over there. But he didn't have a Canadian passport. No, he's American. Okay. So he just showed up there. He just wanted right. a break. Okay. So we went to Montreal, uh, found a place. And then after I met other people, six months went by. He was just like, all right, man, you got f- new friends. You're playing music again. I'm out of here. I'm going back to Japan. Right. And I'm just like, what? And then for the longest time, my dad thought, we were like a gay couple <laughs> my dad was like I know he's your best friend but what kind of friend would quit his job just to help you kickstart your life you know like there's no friend that does that and he's like that's a really good friend like a good fucking friend you yeah, should yeah. thank him for that and then yeah and he left and I've been in Montreal for, what'd he do go
0: back to the traffic thing
2: he went back and he's okay. like he, he's working in a barista uh, he's working in a cafe as a barista now in Fukuoka, in the south of Japan. Yeah, 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 Kyushu. In Kyushu, yeah.
0: But is he a music man?
2: He loves music, but he, he doesn't play. He's a listener. Yeah. It, Get going. Yeah. You need him. Yeah, he's a great guy.
0: Either we all play and take turns, or somebody, <laughs> somebody's got to come. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's how the old punk scene really tripped me out. It seemed like... Everybody was just taking turns playing. Because yeah. it freaked me out. You know, I'd come from Arena Rock, and I'd never seen this thing where the guy on stage would be watching the next guy playing. And then then he'd be down there, and it was like, wow. Because I was always, you know, don't pay attention to that man behind the curtain. World, you know? <laughs> and then I was in the scene, like, look at this. Now it's his turn. I was just standing next, and I mean, he's up. It really tripped me out, yeah. but I liked it. That's what I told you I told D-Boom we can do this yeah yeah I never said that I mean I like that T-Rex gig on my first gig it was yeah. a great one but I never thought said to D-Boom we can do this <laughs> actually you know it was trippy um, compared to the records his songs were like 2-3 minute mm-hmm. you know live he played the first 2-3 minutes they'd be on his knees doing 20 minutes of solos. guitar solos oh, yeah God, could crazy. never met, like a, uh, a Hendrix fixation yeah, or something that's crazy Cause you would never know it by the records.
2: Yeah, very yeah. economical, but there's. Yeah, right, free. right. Yeah. But the gigs were like,
0: and then, and then you know all this big loud sound. He's got a guy on congas. <laughs> you know, he
2: couldn't hear. <laughs> you his. can't hear at all. These
0: guys are like jamming. This guy on the side, has got a big gangster hat and he's playing congas. He was like, whoa, that's yeah,
2: the trip. Interesting.
0: <laughs> and I remember in front of us, D Boone's pop was from Nebraska. He right. Said, Might as well have a, a hay hayseed <laughs> <laughs> stick out. And, you know, he just wanted to bring us make sure because we were like only 14. Okay? Yeah. yeah. In front of us is a row of Hare Krishna's twirling sparklers. <laughs> 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 and he was he was smiling, though. Yeah. I gotta say. <laughs> it was a trippish gig, but it was much different. So, he, he is a bitching dude to help kickstart your life. Your pop should know there's cats like that.
2: Yeah. That's a real problem. Actually,
0: there's people coming to my life that's helped me like that. Yeah. You know, there are I know you can get cynical. Like, today, we went to the boneyard to mm-hmm. see uh, Mr. Bukowski, and, uh, yeah, we, we followed the directions wrong. Yeah. It couldn't, the cat came back and helped us. He that got in on. his little car and even it took us. Yeah, Had to walk with a cane and everything and still yeah, came and showed so us. Yeah, he was so nice.
2: He was so nice. He didn't have to go out of his nope. way. He was walking beautiful. with a cane, yeah,
0: beautiful man. And all them cats planted, and he knows where his... He goes, I know that one. <laughs> he said three Polish ladies had Yeah,
2: been. three Polish ladies came to visit him.
0: Wow. So, okay, he, he bails back to Japan. Mm-hmm. You're in Montreal, but you've, you're now uh, hooked in with musicians.
2: Yeah, I met some people, about What are you
0: doing? You're not washing dishes?
2: No, I was washing dishes. See. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just, like, at 25, washing dishes, but that's what I wanted to do. And this, at this point, it wasn't like, oh, I'm just playing music for fun. This point, at this point, it was yeah. like, no, I'm doing this because I need to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it makes me feel good about myself. So this
0: is different than San Francisco. Yeah, this is way different. But he's coming from Hawaii. Yeah. This is, you're on a mission. Yeah.
2: Like, I'm doing it no yeah. matter what. Like, I got to express myself. It's Yeah, it's like, um, when I was working in real estate, I felt yeah. like I, w- I wasn't worth anything, you know? Like, I, I wasn't making anything that...
0: But maybe that experience was important.
2: I think it was. Or else I would have never taken music seriously. It would have just been like a hobby, you know. Like it was
0: before. Yeah. Like, it changed after it that changed change I yeah, Okay. So you're washing dishes, you're playing with Montreal guys.
2: No, actually I tried. Alone. I tried like I met up I went to all these Craigslist ads and like yeah. forums, you know. Sure. You know, guitar player wanted, whatever. Yeah.
0: And, Oh, the ours were the best. They'd they'd say no flakes, must (laughs)
2: must have own transpo. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Image of us. Image of (laughs) us. No flakes. Like you're going to come to the patch and go, you know, I can play, but I'm I'm kind of a flake. (laughs) Get out of (laughs) here. Oh, they'd be hilarious. Some of them would go, uh, have management, have deal. To me, drummer, bass, guitar. Oh, God, yeah. yeah, they don't have a band. They got everything God, else.
1: Yeah. Oh, my
0: God. Anyway, ours was called The Recycler. Remember I was telling you earlier yeah, about yeah, answering yeah. those. But I think Craigslist is kind of the new version of The Recycler because these were sold in the Seven Eleven. So maybe the Internet is the new recycler.
2: The yeah.
0: <laughs> so you're uh, answering these ads, but none of it's panning yeah, out.
2: None of it worked out. So I just. So this
0: is the idea. Of the dirty beaches come.
2: Yeah. This is where dirty beaches came, and I just did everything myself. Just had like a tape recorder. Yeah. Just kept recording, and I bought like a loop pedal that yeah. changed my life. I didn't need to be like, hey, can you play this riff over yeah. and over again so I can figure something out. Now I have infinite. This machine. This do machine it. That's doing it, and yeah, and that was the beginning.
0: That's the beginning. So Montreal was a heavy...
2: Yeah, it was really heavy. The first heavy five, place to be. First five yeah, years. but
0: it was potential. It was opportunity. Yeah, it was I'm not saying like, it's easy,
2: but... Yeah, it definitely gave the environment, because it wasn't like China, where if people asked you, like, what are you into? You like music? And you're like, oh, what, like Bon Jovi? And you're like, <laughs> no!
0: <laughs>
2: but you don't even know where to start, you know?
0: So yeah, was, they're coming around. <laughs> yeah, but back then,
2: 2005, it was... I really could imagine. Yeah. They're like, oh, like, okay, so your old band kind of sounds like Oasis. And they're like, oh, God. There's like no reference point. You know? Yeah, right, right. And they're then just... you meet someone who knows Velvet Underground, and you're like, you almost feel like you're godsend. Yeah, like, right, wow. Well, who are you? Like, <laughs> you're from China, but you know Velvet one. Underground. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Velvet Underground. You know what, believe it or not, talking about Velvet Underground I remember there was some Hollywood punks they didn't know oh
8: really I
0: remember the Dill, yeah because the Dills did uh, What Goes On or one of their songs and I remember talking to some cat you know you see the same dudes there was 200 punks so yeah, you see the same, same dudes, dudes come, every week yeah. You knew him in a way, but you didn't know him, especially SoCal where you're a hundred miles <laughs> from each other, right? Yes. Yeah. So and you meet at the gig, right? There's this little meeting thing in Hollywood, and oh, there's that dude again. He's always wearing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, but I remember talking to this guy, and like, you know, this song sounds like this is a Vel- Velvet. Velvet who? <laughs> yeah, the, the the one band it seemed like everybody knew in those days was Stooges. Stooges, yeah. That's the one thing. I, I would think Velvet Underground. In fact, the Stooges were into Velvet oh, Underground. Yeah. But, yeah, so you you people in China don't feel totally left out because I knew some Hollywood dudes in the old days who did not know. <laughs> <laughs> so don't feel bad. No, China
2: has but, a cool, um, really cool scene though.
0: I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, well, you see, Steve McKay, the sax man, mm-hmm. he told me he went over there last year. Yeah. And, well, there's expats too. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're passing on information. Yeah. But there's also you know, organic thing coming out
2: and there's a cool Beijing scene over there that's happening. A lot of no wave weird noise oscillators.
0: And where what do you think it came out?
2: It was just all from this club called D twenty two which was run by this American expat who was part of the Okay. The so New he had York. the old records. He was just part of the New York seventies, eighties scene. Oh no wave. So he brought the DNA and. Yeah, and he also brought, like, Thurston Moore and. Uh, oh, Sonic. he brought some he gigs. Brought, yeah, he ah, brought. Okay. He actually brought them over. Um, and in China at the time, bands couldn't play at venues. They had to pay the venues, like, rent the venue. Uh, like Live House in Japan. Yeah, so it's pay like, to play. It's re- yeah, pay to play. It's awful. No bands actually, can, Hollywood's that way now. That's awful, man. It's just like, no one can afford it, you know? Yeah. And the, the bands that actually survive are like the. Bon Jovi cover The merch bands. ones. Yeah. yeah, like the Guns N' Roses cover bands, you know. That is the worst scene. Yeah. So those kids got Salvation. They played at that club. And that mm-hmm. and they were like, what? Like, you, I can play here for free and just bring my friends over? And that's it? And they're like, yeah, if we make some money, you'll get paid. And they're just like, what? Like, it's a foreign idea. Yeah, know? right, right. And then, yeah, that scene just, like, was cultivated from that.
0: Wow. Okay, back to Montreal. Mm-hmm. Do you start doing gigs?
2: Yeah, I was just Journey playing, beaches like, gigs, bars.
0: Um, yeah, I remember some old Montreal club. The, the first one I played was called Fufon Electric.
2: Yeah, Fufon Electric. Yeah. Is it still around? It's still around,
0: man. I'm talking '82.
2: I heard way like back in the days, it was a cool place. Man. I think it was the
0: only place. <laughs> yeah. But it was a good place to play. There was kind of a balcony.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I
0: played there with Black Flag. I played there with Minuteman.
2: Yeah, it's got a rich history there. I, even one gig in Quebec City. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, trippy. But down the uh, years, there was... Uh, until I found out about this scene I was talking to you about earlier. Mm-hmm. uh the, With the Godspeed, Godspeed guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, that that Spanish social club.
2: Yeah, Rosa, del Popolo. La Salarosa. Popolo, yeah.
0: yeah. And before that, there was things like uh, Jailhouse Rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, there was Opera House, but it wasn't... Maybe it was a theater. I don't know if it was a real opera house. But there was strange one-off things. Uh, but I always liked playing in Montreal. But those guys had really cultivated a scene.
2: Yeah. Mauro and... They were definitely, like, there and in the 90s. And
0: yeah, right. Yeah, this really is when bad. this happened. Yeah. And in fact, there was a cat there, who's still there, Chapu, who went and took all my Minutemen lyrics and uh, translated them to Quebecois. That's awesome. Yeah, is that a trip? Yeah. It's called Spiels of the Minute Man. So, <laughs> That's great. Where did you take it from there?
2: Um, it was actually just kind of like before. There was all these scenes, and I was not part of them at all because I was just stuck in the middle. Okay. But there was like all these noise, more in- interesting things happening at this place called Friendship Cove, which is like this weird house that looked like a squat. But collective? Collective, yeah. yeah. And. Um, It was a really cool place, cool shows. But then there was, like, all these indie rock stuff coming out, like Arcade Fire and uh, bigger bands, like Wolf Parade or whatever. Um, One of them was my neighbor, but I was just not part of it. You know, like, I couldn't fit into any of these stuff. I was just, like, trying to figure my shit out. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so that took years and just kind of met other outsiders, people who kind of moved to Montreal for music, like me. Yeah. And then, there was a label that my friend started called Fixture Records. Yeah. And they put out the first four releases by Dirty Beaches. And uh, maybe we sold like five copies in total. <laughs> that time.
0: One each? Yeah. <laughs> no, one sold two. Yeah, one sold two. Yeah. <laughs> <One sold too. laughs>
2: yeah. um, yeah. Wow,
0: but yeah. I would like to hear these.
2: Yeah. Um, a lot of them are on Bandcamp now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. put it up there.
0: Okay. I got to get them. Because I start... Uh,
2: yeah, I'll send it to I you. I got me.
0: turned on... Bad, bad yeah, yeah, so right. that's a little down the road. Yeah, but I'm, I'm really interested, in the roots of where this come from. And you're doing one man gigs.
2: Yeah, all by myself.
0: Uh, do you want to do a one man gig right here?
2: Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Yeah.
0: prac pad <laughs> <That was> righteous <laughs> thanks for having me cool. okay uh, we're at the second end of the second hour October 7th 2013 Watt from Pedro show hold tight for hour three October 7th 2013 it's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro show from Pedro show. Yeah, we just got some... Uh, uh, well, that was last hour. We started this third hour, but I got two... Do you have titles for them compositions?
2: The ones I just played? Yeah. No.
0: Yeah, so we got two untitled compositions, but well, we do know like, they yeah. were uh, recorded in Pedro. In fact, my prac pad, I'm yeah. very honored to have aboard board here. Uh, we started the third hour off with uh, some Dirty Beaches, Landscapes in the Mist. Great tune off the double album, um, yeah. <laughs> there we go. and in fact, Alex is enlightened me to the fact that uh, he's going to do, uh, in that vein, a jazz album, and he's going to get some trumpet going.
2: Yeah, I'm going to try and take Let some you. lessons. Yeah, for the first Let time. You. I've never took any lessons for music, so I, I really want to take some lessons.
0: Now. All right. I think trumpet's a lot about the lip. Yeah,
2: it's all about the, all the right. squeeze it out, where a saxophone is like, with the reed, and then...
0: Yeah, fingering. fingering. I think with the trumpet you gotta get a lot from the lip. There's some valves but a yeah. lot of lip. Yeah. Uh, but fuck. You've been through lots of hell rides you can do. Uh The Unawares <laughs> with po- Pockets Unknown. There's a title of song, Pockets Unknown. And splitting albums uh splitting atoms by the freaks, uh Burn from Iggy and the Stooges. Uh I just played with them in San Jose. And when we were doing that song, we did it very last outside at a park for some, like, it was a weird convention. Yeah, it was a festival that was an uh, electronic convention mixed with music. That's strange. That sounds cool. And, uh, yeah, James gave a little spiel. <laughs> I, I didn't know he worked for MD. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, when we were doing this song, Burn, all these naked ladies came up on the stage that were, all, well, not totally naked, they were painted. Whoa. But, uh, yeah, we got done playing and I asked Ig what what was that about? And he said, "Well, there's just some people standing there, Mike. We got done, and I thought, let's bring them all up there. <laughs> so they must have been at some other kind of an event. I don't know. <laughs> That's so awesome. you know, unless they dress like that all the time. Uh, <laughs> and then finally, Deja Vu by Stoma. I think they're Belgian. And I say Belgium because first time I got to play with uh, Dirty Beaches. Actually, we had a gig fall through, and these cats were so." righteous to let I me and my missing man open up for them.
2: Well, it's an honor, man. What we was should, it called? We should have been opening for what you What was guys. that called? Twi- twi-
0: it was like three different venues in the same yeah, pad. Yeah,
2: one pad. I couldn't remember. It was like, there was another show going on at our show. We were like playing the smaller <laughs> right. room. Right. And then there was like a metal show or something. Right. Downstairs. <laughs> yeah. There was all these weird kids with dreadlocks who were showing up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was a trippy gig. They had some good yeah. chow, I remember. And the first time I got to see by Dirty Beaches Live, and it was great. Yeah, you had that man on sax. Yeah. With the beret. Frankie de Gallo. Frankie de Gallo, the rooster man.
2: The rooster man, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, there's something about seeing a band for the first time, especially when you got no uh, preconception. I had, I had, I didn't know what to look for, which is reminds me of my first punk gig. I didn't know it. And, some ways those are my best because I had no idea, and so what? What do you call that? A, a clean slate? Yeah. You know, no. No prejudice in a way, yeah, even yeah. though you try to be open minded, still your mind wants to do categories. I had no idea, and then you brought it, man. I was like, wow. That was
2: the best. I was hollering.
0: I think I drank a little. bit. Yeah, bourbon. that was one of the
2: best compliments I ever got from you. You were just like, that was bitchin'. <laughs> that was so. That was bitchin'. It was. I
0: mean, I got. You know, I see a lot of bands. I yeah, see a lot I know, of music. I know. But so what? I was a <laughs> newborn babe. I was just brought into this fucking dirty beaches world, and it was bitching. I, I dug it.
2: That comment, this still stayed with me. You said uh, the way I play guitar sounded like boats. It was like boats. That was the best compliment I
0: ever got. It was like boats, and now that I have showed you my town, yeah, you understand I the connect, horrible. right? Yeah, I can connect. My papa sailor, and I mean, it was visceral. The connect was visceral. Yeah. I know to some people, guitar is about licks and chops. Yeah. But I love people like you that take it out of the shit hard center realm and get it into. That's whatever it takes to do what it does, and everybody's got their own way. Yeah. To reduce it to chops. That's almost like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, know. In, I, I don't know. I
2: don't know. I think instincts can only take you so far, though. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm open to. Because that's people. why you're into this idea of the trumpet and yeah, lessons. Yeah, I want to take lessons. It's like I can only rely on my instincts. So far. Then okay. I hit like a, kind of like a plateau. Okay. I, I can't make any breakthroughs after but that. But your
0: imagination is asking for more. Yeah. My imagination. But the ability. Like,
2: my ability is. Like, okay.
0: Yeah. Well, I'd rather you be making the big leap with the imagination, you know, than just <laughs> be a technocrat. Yeah. And no imagination. That's true. Which is the shit heart center. Look, I can do, you know, yeah. how many beats a minute and this kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, it was just, it, to me, I don't know, it struck a chord in me. It, I want to be part of that. You know, like when the Boone saw those, I want to be part of that. Yeah. I don't want to copy it. That would be no respect for that.
2: But you are a part of that, Mike. But Uncle Mike, you I are a part of that. want to be that.
0: part yeah. of and, and, and people like you make me feel it. Sometimes yeah, okay. I feel, don't put me in the glass box yet, I got more work. But then on the other hand, what about my work? It only makes sense if I'm relative to Something I'm fucking digging. And I want to be part of a movement.
2: You're totally a part of it.
0: Sometimes yeah. it's a bowel movement. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. you know, you, 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 I don't know. That was bitching for me. That was a really good moment. Thank and you. the way it came out from nowhere, yeah, it was just very pleasant. Uh, thank you, Uncle man. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Well, you, my, you friend's were, uh,
2: my friend's grandfather said, You're a great man named Rudolph." Uh, G- <laughs> Wait, hold on. And, a great man named Rudolf Farsky said, yeah. "A great shit is worth half a fuck." Okay. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Wow! No wine before it's time. Rudolf Schreck? Uh, Farsky. Farsky. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Rudolf Farsky, for your, the almost too much weight for one brain to take, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna bear that because yeah. that makes a lot of sense, and and uh, I don't know. All my connects through music have been from the, the the John Coltrane, I got an interview with him where he's talking about musicians are looking for some kind of truth. Yeah. And it's weird. I had Matoka Hana on the show the other time, last time, and I said, is there, do you got a philosophy for improv she does improvisation, which to me is a total pantry like what you just did. Like no <laughs> script, right? <laughs> And I and I know other people. They're incredible players, but the, you don't put something in front of them? Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. So I asked her, is there a philosophy? And she said, honesty.
1: Yeah.
0: And, which is what Coltrane, we're looking for... People really into music are looking for some kind of truth. Yeah. So that's... That was my connect.
2: I think we all have, like, all these roles that we play in the bigger picture. Yeah. Of all the people that we meet and everyone... Like, even meeting... Like my old friends in Hawaii who, you know, when we played really bad music. Yeah. Those are all meant to be something. Yeah. And I met you, Uncle Mike, and then you inspired me so much, you know. And so, so much of my friends, like, everyone's so jealous of me like, that I'm hanging out with you right now in San Pedro. And they're like, man, oh, you out with
0: Mike what? Like, duh, Mike what? It, but it's, for me, it's yeah. my opportunity. I get to share my Pedro <laughs> town, my, my stories. You hear my windbag, my uh, spiels. Thank you, uh, Mike, man. So, and you're so genuine. Many, yeah. So
2: many of my friends, they like, including me, we all fucking love you and respect you so much, man. It's, wow. It's a real honor to be here, man.
0: And then you said in the beginning, uh, well, earlier, about the outsider. Because that's how I felt. That's yeah. how me and D Boone felt. Yeah. But isn't a trippy? Outsider, then we feel we belong yeah. in a trippy way. Not a choking. I think that's why we don't want to belong that other way. Because yeah. it's suffocating. It's really limiting. But we this yeah. way, it's cool. To it's cool. It's happening. It. I feel it's like struggle. Life,
2: yeah, I feel like life is like in weird laps. Okay. Like right now, I feel like I'm back in high school again. Now I'm 33. Yeah. And I'm seeing these familiar sights again, and, and like I recognize this pattern. It's weird, and then that's why I started listening to all these R and B hip hop stuff. Yeah. I was listening in high school, just driving town in L.A. Yeah. Listening to like Tupac or like yeah you
0: know,
2: weird like high school stuff. And then people were like, man, you listen to this? I'm like, so what? So fucking what? Yeah. Get out my fucking car yeah. if you don't like it. Yeah. Whereas in high school, I was like shriveled up. Yeah. You know, people were like, you like this? And I'm like, uh.
0: Because yeah. the peer pressure was there. The heavy.
2: peer pressure was there and I was I couldn't stand up for myself. Yeah. You know? And now I just feel like, yeah, I listen to Janet Jackson. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you and your pretentious Side-she's. shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I can dig Coltrane, Janet Jackson, yeah. whatever, like, and Like I don't care, man. It's like it's all just music, you know. Right. People, I don't judge people. You know? No, I like We're, this. Yeah, I so like this philosophy. I really like this new, this is the second time around, you know. I like uh-huh. seeing it, and then people are telling me like, you know, they like Credence. I'm like, that's cool, man. <laughs> I, I respect that, man. <laughs> like you're in the boat. Yeah. And uh,
0: I put on Credence. You get all six albums. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Watson. is yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna hear one, so you're gonna and they're gonna be in order, Tom. <laughs> it's alright, right. let's listen to me some music. Yeah. This is last batch. biscuit trap, ten, the
8: Mob. Too much restraint, results across flooding bloodshed. All controls are lost, the no performance of the regime flee. We tomorrow fighting a crusade. Scars, another victory hill quickly. Let's accelerate urgency or ultimate supremacy. I cano classiers, making a debut. Distoring objects, summoning politics. Revenge is the key to enlighten your need. Change is the game and survivors to beat. Pseudo must go, so the name can grow. masses to the turn of vandalism, police file out to press them off, too much restraint results in constantly bloodshed, all controls are lost and the control of the regime bleed, beat them by the enemy crusade, scars another victory heal quickly, which accelerates urgency for ultimate supremacy. What is the cure for justice mistakes? They win for the wrath, and adversity is the path, and one point they told, will be in control, but then you need will be to respond to society, as going will be good, and life we understood. NASA's confirmed vandalism. Please smile after the press above. Too much is strained, results in consequent bloodshed. All controls are lost, and the proportion of the regime flee. Beat it tomorrow, fighting everything you've stars are under victory, how quickly? Or simply, the jealousy for ultimate supremacy. Iconoclast you, 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 Iconoclast you.
0: Show. Uh, it, we got something brand new from Melt Banana. Uh, Left Dog Run Caper Run. Of course. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's a title that tells you everything. And, uh, <laughs> then Moist Boys with uh, Paper Boy. Uh, Chrome with Salt Helios Creed. They, they go back to the 70s San Francisco scene. A uh, peer group of iconoclast youth from the long lost uh, San Pedro record from early 80s. Uh, this band from the Philippines, uh, Bombo Pluto Ova with. Avoir Dupor. and then White Knight with Crud. <laughs> They're Anaheim, I think, Orange County band. And a Glimpse Trio with uh, Satorio Mine. They're from the city. Yeah, I think original Cleveland though. Uh, Sterile Jets with br- uh, Brunette Teenager. This guy came to the gig Saturday and just handed me the CD at Harold's here. Yeah, I can't believe there's gigs at Harold's. This is Biker Bar and Pedro and. Was yeah.
2: that
0: the one Deli- you told me about? Just like- but in the 90s, like, it would have never been a punk. <laughs> I think favorite pickup line is nice tooth. <laughs> oh, <God>. Okay. <laughs> and finally, we had Ryan is Fun with Movie Life. <laughs> Ryan is Fun, you
2: know, that's what. I like that
0: title. Yeah, <laughs> if I didn't have Miss Man, I would have picked Ryan is Fun. Um, <laughs> what's next? Um, you just got done with this tour? You've yeah. Been. Uh, you got a couple more days here in SoCal?
2: Yeah, and then I'm. Driving to New York from L.A. with my buddy. That's a hell ride. Yeah, we have limited time, too. He got hired to drive this band's okay. gear.
0: So what, mainly I-40?
2: Yeah. The old route, route 66? Okay. We have three days
0: to do it. Yeah, that's about what it takes yeah. without stopping. Wow, So I've done some of those. Yeah. So we got hired to bring some gear. Yeah. <laughs> At least the weather's cool. Yeah, it's You know, sunny, if you so. stay... I think storms already hit up in uh, the Dakotas and... But if you if you do i forty,
2: I think we'll be okay. Yeah. yeah, and I'll be wishing for you anyway. Thank you.
0: Uh, and from New York,
2: uh, from New York, then we play a f- uh, Halifax festival called Halifax Maritime. Day. That's where yeah. I got to yeah. play again. And then then we go back to Berlin. Okay. Um, then there's ATP in London. Uh,
0: Whoa, I think no, Camber Sands.
2: Yeah, that one. Yeah, I think
0: I'm playing with you December first.
2: Is it? Oh, awesome.
0: Yeah, with the Italian guys. Yeah. The Sonia yeah. De Marino. Okay. Okay, so, uh, wow, that's bitching.
2: That's cool.
0: Yeah, somebody, I heard about that. But it's it's by the beach. I think it's the last one ever. I
2: think the other one, that's what they always say, though. <laughs> <laughs> they said that a couple of times. I know they... The Who
0: has said that about yeah. a lot of tours. <laughs> yeah. The Going Way tour. Yeah.
2: But it'd be great to see you there, though.
0: Okay, yeah. and I'll play with them guys, and then I'm going to go to Italy and make a second album with them in awesome. Bologna. Yeah. So you'll do that and then Um, go back to to Berlin?
2: Then we do like a Europe tour again, uh, basically from England to like Poland or something. To get back? To get back,
0: yeah. Well, fuck. I I just thank you so much for coming and seeing my town, spending time with me. It's been a beautiful day. Thank Uh, you Coming on to the show. Brother Matt, we miss you. Sorry we were, what, three minutes, four minutes four late? Four minutes
2: late. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> we we'll had to see Bukowski. We'll to go we go. had to, we'll to go see Hank. We'll right.
0: See we almost blew a tooth. Thank you for that kind caretaker. Huh? Yeah. It's been the uh, October 7, 2013 edition of Wap Peter Show with my very special guest, Axe Chang. Thanks so much, brother.
5: Thank
2: you, Uncle Mike.
0: Okay. Everybody, thank you and keep your... Powder dry.